Welcome to the Give, Receive, Improve weekly podcast with Lisa Lam and Sawana Ali. This podcast was inspired to help new managers overcome the challenges of managing and leading people. We have a combined experience of over 50 years in leadership and management roles. We know, and I mean we know, the struggles and rewards of leading individuals and teams. We believe that you should not be facing your challenges alone. So let's start this journey together. To find out more, check out our respective sites at lisalamcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Let's get going. In this episode, we will talk about one of the hardest situations to be in, and that is what do you do when your boss or your manager asks for feedback? How do you give feedback to your manager? That's right. We are finally tackling one of the hardest and probably most delicate managing upwards tasks you will have to do. How do we give feedback to our manager? After all, giving feedback can either turn out to be a great trust builder or a career-limiting move. I think that there are a few key areas that we need to be mindful of, and if we take them into account, the feedback sessions can be rewarding. So let me give you the three key takeaways, and we will dive deeper into them as we go along. The first is, know your manager. Second, be specific. And whatever observations you provide should only be observations that is from you. First-hand observation and experiences that you have experienced and not based on someone else's. Thirdly, time and place. So, Sel, what do you think? Let's talk about point number one. Know your manager. This is way too important. We definitely cannot underestimate the value of this. After all, you depend on each other to succeed in whatever that you are set out to do. Of course, you need to be a great team player, balancing opportunities, challenges and constraints in everything that you do daily. And all this involves multiple points of collaborations among you, your manager, as well as teams and individuals. If you have known your manager for some time, this may not be so difficult as you have seen him in action and have first-hand experience on his way of work. But what if this is your first time working with this manager and you really don't have a clue on how he is like? I believe it is worth doing these three things. Number one, let's do some research on his background and talk to some people who have worked with him before. This will be a good start. Listen well and keep an open mind. Avoid making conclusion or judgment. After all, you're practically just gathering information to prepare yourself as much as possible. Number two, if he doesn't initiate a one-on-one meeting session, you make a request instead. It is important for you to have a conversation at least on the following. Number one, understanding his priorities. Number two, understanding his expectation of the team and, of course, of you specifically. And number three, how best to work together for optimum result. You can use these conversations to determine the type of leader he is. And when we talk about the type of leaders, I'm not referring to the 8 or 12 styles of leadership that you can typically find on the internet if you Google them. I am referring to the 4 styles. And let's just use a verb for each one of them. Does he prefer to direct, or coach, or support, or delegate? 
Why not you present some typical scenarios that you experience at work and seek his input on how he sees it? Depending on his answers, you can have a fairly good idea on his style of leadership. You should plan to walk away from this session with a full understanding on his expectation of you and his preferred way of work. Number three, spend some time to find out what success looks like to him and how to make the journey a fun and fulfilling one. Well, let's face it, the road to success will be bumpy. So the better you understand on how he appreciates the journey versus the destination, the more prepared you will be in creating a win-win partnership in working with him. For instance, we have heard a lot of managers who emphasize on getting the results but not really caring on how things are done. And on the other hand, we have also heard managers who recognize, appreciate, and celebrate small successes at every milestone in the journey to get the final results. I believe these three pointers will equip you on the right path to jumpstart your working partnership with your manager. On another note, Let's talk about space and place. How would space and place impact a feedback process lesser between you and your manager? There is an appropriate time and place to give feedback. So be mindful of what the environment or place is. So be sensitive and aware of the situation. Ask for permission before giving feedback, if you are the one initiating the feedback. In the situation where your manager is asking for feedback, then you might want to keep these two things in mind. One, if you're not prepared, don't give random feedback or not well-thought-out feedback. Just as much as you don't give your team members a not well-prepared feedback, you should do the same for your manager. Now, you can always ask for time or another session to do that when you had time to think about it and to be prepared. Because after all, we do want to have the most effective and productive feedback session for both parties so that the experience is the best outcome possible. Two, if you know that your manager is asking for feedback, then prepare for it. Provide the feedback and give space for discussions to take place. So Sal, how would you handle that? Yeah, tell me about it, Lisa. It is extremely important to know your manager and his working style first. As I mentioned earlier, do the research and homework. Initiate ways to engage, to find out, to understand, and to be understood. The fact of the matter is your partnership with your manager is like a business contract. I mean, you do not have to like your manager, right? But professionally, within those working hours, it would be great to have a full understanding on the best way to work together for the best outcome. Taking on from what you said just now, Lisa, if I observe that my manager is the type who encourages feedback, and possesses the same belief in continuous learning as a culture, then that will be a perfect scenario for me. I would definitely feel very safe to actively give and receive feedback. On the other hand, if I observe that my manager does not have a growth mindset and dislike feedback, then I believe I will proactively have conversations with him to set up some type of, I would call it rule of exceptions, what exactly do I mean by that? Imagine this scenario. This financial year, we need to increase customer satisfaction by 5 points. And based on this goal, I will have a conversation with him to grant me some type of exceptions where he would give me the airtime 
every week to have a conversation about any areas that will contribute the additional five points of customer satisfaction. I would say, for instance, that based on these financial year commitments, I think we can agree that enhancing customer service is definitely our top priority as we need to enhance customer satisfaction by another five points. So, I would like to seek your permission to have a 30-minute discussion with you on a weekly basis to discuss situational challenges that will impact this goal. And I would expect to have a transparent and objective discussion so that we can mutually solve problems together. Well, that's an example of creating a rule of exception. I would encourage you to try this approach. It is very hard for your manager to say no. I believe, I believe so. Even if he doesn't quite favor giving and receiving feedback because the goal will directly impact his performance. Always tie the rule of exceptions to the desired performance that matter at that point in time. You can pick a few functional areas for your rule of exceptions, such as employees' morale, effectiveness in your go-to-market strategy, and so on. What really matters is definitely an area that will make your manager successful. Another important factor that needs to be considered when giving feedback upwards is really timing and place. What's your take on that, Lisa? Yeah, as mentioned earlier, timing of feedback is important. In fact, it could be just as important as the content itself. Now, we need to be aware and sensitive to the when is the best or most appropriate time to give feedback. So what is the best time to give feedback? Now, obviously, the best time is when feedback is scheduled and is part of an agenda. So, for example, it could be part of your one-on-one discussion. So, if it is your manager's habit to have feedback as part of that session, then it's perfect because you know what's going to take place and therefore you can prepare for it. So, that would be the ideal scenario. Now, when is it inappropriate or when is it not appropriate to give feedback? Now, I kind of mentioned this earlier in terms of place. When your manager is too busy or having a lot of meetings or deadlines on that day or during that week, it would not be surprising that most of these discussions will not get the attention and focus that it deserves. In fact, it is wasted because essentially there is just not enough headspace of your manager to really do something like that at that point. Number two, trailing him or her to the toilet. I've mentioned this earlier and it's kind of like a joke, but you would be surprised just how many times that has happened to me when someone in my team follows me to the toilet to get some time with me. Now, I think it's safe to say that it is not the best time. And in fact, it's rather awkward. Now, just in case you were thinking, no, waiting for your manager outside of the toilet is also not the appropriate time and place. Three, happy hour. Yes, another rather obvious, but once again, not the best timing for a serious feedback session to take place. So be mindful of the time and place to take or to do something as important as giving feedback. So Sal, what do you think works best for you when it comes to uh, getting feedback from your team? That's a great question, Lisa. So how do I get feedback from my team? I am kind of predictable. I prefer to stick to scheduled feedback sessions with my team members. As a matter of fact, at the onset, I would typically schedule right away for each and every one of my team member a recurring 
30 minute session for them to give me a prep break it would be their agenda and we would typically have that once a fortnight so that's very common for me again I'm a creature of habit so it's pretty predictable however having said that of course I do practice open door policy as well in which they can just come talk to me when they need to I believe the general principle is really about knowing yourself first. I mean, you ought to have a fair degree of understanding on how you would impact people around you with what you do and what you say. So you need to have the power to manage and regulate your own emotions. Oftentimes, we tend to respond differently and sometimes say things that we do not really mean, especially when we are under stress, angry or upset. So under such circumstances, we have the tendency to give ad hoc or off-the-cuff feedback, and the impact may be detrimental. So my recommendation is to give feedback in the best possible settings with both parties ready to engage in meaningful conversations. And if you are not sure about the readiness of the other party, ask respectfully on the best time to have a conversation. Let's summarize what we've covered. To provide the best outcome for you when giving feedback to your manager, remember these three key areas. Number one, know your manager. Understand his or her mindset when it comes to feedback. Listen to his or her style and language that they use and their approach to feedback with other team members. Two, time. The best timing for giving feedback. It is probably easier to recognize when it is not the most appropriate time to give feedback. Scheduled feedback sessions are always best and ideal. Number three, place. Be mindful of the place to give feedback. A serious discussion like feedback should take place in a formal and professional setting. It is also a good practice to ask for permission before giving feedback. A simple question such as, can I give you feedback, will give you a good idea as to what is the level of willingness and attention that the manager is going to give you. Now, we do hope that what we have discussed will help you approach your feedback session with your manager with a little bit more confidence, as well as provide you with some mindful tips on what not to do. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And before we go, we will be covering in the next episode, turning feedback into observable improvements. So please subscribe to the podcast. And let us know what you'd like to learn next and give us your feedback as we aim to continuously improve on what we're doing. Take care and remember, you're not alone in your struggles as a manager.